Stephanie Brown, CEO and founder of the Rosie Network. So what inspired you to create the Rosie Network? Well, I was a small business owner in Washington, D.C. when I met my soon-to-be husband, um, who was in the Navy at the time. He served actually over 30 years in the Navy. Um, and I very quickly became unemployed and unemployable. We re He received orders. I followed him. We went overseas. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I have that entrepreneurial mindset. I can, you know, make the best of this. And then I very quickly discovered that it wasn't as easy, A, living overseas, but also, you know, when you PCS somewhere, you have to start all over. You have to start from the beginning. You don't have, you know, current clients. You have to build that base. You have to go through the whole registering and your business in a different state or country, et cetera. So I faced those hurdles and looked around and realized that I wasn't alone, that there were a lot of other military spouses in the same boat that were successful, educated, career driven, that were just like kind of banging their head against a wall. Um, so fast forward, uh, Tom was deployed and I had an issue here at the house and I wanted to hire a veteran owned business. And I realized, wow, there was no way to find right. a verified veteran-owned business in the country back then. So it came to my mind, well, there's Craigslist, Angie's List, you know, all these other um, um, platforms. Why isn't there a, a way for American consumers to connect and patronize veteran and military family-owned companies? And so that was really how Rosie's List was born, Rosie being Rosie the Riveter. And... I spent about eight months doing interviews um, and holding focus groups, you know, how, around how can Rosie's List support you and promote your business. And then I had another epiphany that there was really a gap in real life boots on the ground training and mentorship um, at the time for not just veterans, but for also military spouses. So I partnered with California University and um, developed a program with them on how to launch and grow a business. And that became the Rosie Networks Service to CEO program, which today is provided at no cost uh, in over, I think we're over 40 states and six countries now. Oh, um, wow. So that's really kind of... <laughs> You know, what inspired me when I think when you're an entrepreneur at heart, um, that you are constantly drawn to problems and then creating a solution. So this happened to be a community that I grew up in. My father spent uh, 20 years serving in the military and two tours in Vietnam. So I and then he became an entrepreneur when he retired. Uh, so I, I kind of grew up in it. It's in my DNA. And I just saw this problem and set out to create a solution. And here we are a decade, over a decade later, and um, a network of over 50,000 vet veteran and military spouse, small businesses. So it's exciting. That's, you know, it's kind of the long-winded story of what inspired me and how it came about. Well, starting a business is hard enough and uh, with definitely with military the you know like you said the support system is scattered all over the place how important is it to have a good support system to 
start a business? Well, having a good support system is absolutely critical. We know that 90% of startups that don't have a mentor fail within the first three years. So being able to be that mentor, that, that accountability partner, that subject matter expert to our transitioning service members, veterans and military spouses that are interested in launching and growing a business or have one and they want to make it to the next level, that's absolutely critical. So not only do we bring those vetted best-in-class resources to the table, but we do it in a small cohort environment. And the great thing is, Michael, that you get to work alongside another veteran or another military spouse who is in you know, a similar boat, has the same kind of challenges that you're facing with a very unique community in that we all want to see each other succeed. So we collaborate at, uh, on levels that I just don't think exists in any other community in the country, like it does the military community. So it's creating an actual curriculum, bringing mentors to the table. So they're getting that know-how that um, they could spend endless hours and get conflicting information just using something like Google, um, they're getting it from vetted subject matter experts, attorneys, HR experts, um, marketing, branding, et cetera, et cetera. Every challenge that a small business owner faces, right, to launch or grow, we bring those subject matter experts to the table and they get to interact with them one-on-one -on -one and in a small cohort setting. I think that's really kind of the secret sauce. So we're we're reducing that failure rate. And I am a strong believer that those who have served deserve the right to be successful um, in the American dream of small business ownership. And that's really, that's our mission. Well, this that I do is, is a small business and I definitely have challenges and all that. So what you're doing is, amazing for people. What are some of the things you've learned from these small businesses? I've learned that a couple of things. Number one, that veterans and military spouses are have inherent skill sets that make for great entrepreneurs, right? The um, mission first, the uh, doing it as a community, not doing it alone. Um, Failure is not an option. The ability to pivot their business. And certainly as we all, a lot of us experienced during COVID and the pandemic, having that, you know, that never quit, um, see a problem, create a solution, right? Uh, that sort of attitude, not to mention, you know, you, you automatically have a built-in network, right? You automatically have a community when you're part of the military, whether it's a military spouse or a service member or veteran, you have a built-in community of, of like-minded individuals that want to help you, that want to see you succeed. So that's that's one thing. I mean, I think a lot of entrepreneurs sort of loneliness <laughs> can be a big problem, right? I'm in this all by myself. This is overwhelming. You know, how do I, how do I, um, yeah. you know, get it done? 
how do I overcome these challenges? I don't have a lot of money. So bootstrapping and how, you know, you got, you have to be really creative. Um, not only do they have those characteristics that we know statistically make good entrepreneurs, but um, they do it together. We, we see that all the time. So it, you're not alone. And when you can join a national network like the Rosie Network that doesn't charge you a dime, that is here simply to serve you, to help you make it over those, those hurdles, but also open the door to opportunities. And that that's also part of our job is creating those opportunities, whether it's in the private sector or whether it's doing business with the government, federal agencies, the Department of Defense. I mean, our goal is to help them make it through, not feel alone. They're part of a trusted community. We've got their back. We're helping them with the knowledge and skill set that they need, how to register your business. What's the best legal entity for what you want to do? Is it a for-profit, non-profit? All those kinds of questions that would normally cost a lot of money and you make a lot of mistakes can, that can cost you a lot of money. Our job is to help them make it through that, not feel alone, and then open the door to opportunities. So while uh, researching you and the organization, you do a lot, especially with the military spouse chamber of commerce. So coming from your experience as being a military spouse, how important is it to have that support system directly as a military spouse? Well, I, I'm also the CEO and co-founder of the Military Spouse Chamber of Commerce. And it was really something kind of for many years, sort of pecking away at the back of my brain going, military spouses have unique challenges. Our service members PCS um, or go off on training. So we often find ourselves in new environments where we've lost the support group that we had in the, in the previous uh, environment. We're away from our families. Um, we are oftentimes in the role of a single parent, right? Yeah. So having a nine to five job is very difficult. It can be really tough and really challenging because who do you turn to? Who do you turn to, to be that backup, right? And then you have to, again, reinvent yourself and start from scratch every time you move and you're moving on an average of every two to three years, so knowing that military spouses hold the highest unemployment and underemployment rate in this country of any other section, sector, uh, in fact, a former Secretary of Defense determined military spouse unemployment and underemployment was actually a national security issue. Oh, I set out, along with others, this has never been a solo act, but I set out with others to actually help create a seat at the table for military spouses in particular. And that became the Military Spouse Chamber of Commerce. How do we create that, that trusted network uh, with all those resources, including what Rosie brings to the table, but opening, opening up some of the opportunities and creating a seat at the table, sort of getting recognition that 48% of military spouses today are entrepreneurial. They're either entrepreneurs, small business owners, or they're interested in it. So yes, in addition to traditional employment, um, education opportunities, we have to recognize that a significant set portion of military spouses today are entrepreneurs. 
So how do we address their unique set of needs, right? And the military spouse chamber is uniquely positioned to do just that. We are brand new, so we are just two years old. Um, I was on a military spouse entrepreneur task force uh, with a good friend. She sat, uh, General McConville's wife. She uh, we connected because she herself was an entrepreneur during her husband's career. He's the uh, chief of staff of the army. So we connected and we thought, you know, we had this great conversation and we said, you know, this, we got to do better. There's got to be a way we can help our spouses with all the, you know, crazy things that they got to deal with. And so I turned to two of the other members on this task force, um, Jamie Chapman, who is a veteran and a military spouse, and Beth Conlin. And I said, you know what? We need a certification. We need a certification um, based on industry standards for veteran, women-owned, um, minority-owned, service-disabled-owned, um, you know, those industry standards. There are organizations that provide certification. We need that for military spouses. So I had been working with the USAA supplier diversity team for a number of years on developing such a certification. So we used the military spouse chamber to roll it out. And I am incredibly proud of what we've accomplished. We've managed to bring on Fortune 500 companies like USAA, like Johnson & Johnson, CVS, uh, Disney, and others to who who stood up and said yes we want to help military families one way we can do that in not only in hiring efforts but actually through doing business doing business with certified military spouse owned businesses putting them in our supply chain and so what what we've managed in such a short period of time obviously emphasizes that there was a need and we, we're excited about just continuing to grow it and creating that seat at the table and empowering military spouses who serve to, uh, to be successful small business owners. And it's um, the future is looking bright. So when you started this organization, did you ever think it was going to grow this, this much and, you know, over 10, over 10 years this quickly? Yeah, it's funny because if you had asked me back then when this idea popped in my head um, for Rosie's List and then the Rosie Network, that I would be sitting here today talking to you, um, <laughs> I would say you were crazy. <laughs> you were crazy. I had, you know, two boys in the house and an, uh, a husband who was active duty and, and on travel all the time. And um you know, I just, and PCSing, I think we moved 11 times during, um, you know, our uh, life together in the military. I, I just would have said you were crazy. But I think that, you know, if you have a passion, if you believe in what you're doing and why, most importantly, why you're doing it, you don't stop. You don't quit. Yes, you're going to, you know, hit walls <laughs> and hit and, and, you know, uh, be faced with hurdles. But I think that passion and that drive, if you really believe in what you're doing, um, you will overcome them. And what's really important is not to do it alone. The more people you bring under your tent, the more people that are there to support you, 
the greater the greater your impact will be and 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 the greater your chances for success so the the simple answer is no um i never thought that i would be invited to speak um you know in, in for organization for companies like disney um i never thought that you know i would be featured on the cover of a magazine i never thought uh, that we would hit this. I thought that I would quietly, very, you know, <laughs> grow this or, uh, platform to help others be successful and that that would be it. Um, but, you know, you, you, you know, you rise to the occasion, hopefully, right? You, you yeah. get up in the morning and go, okay, um, how do we help more people? How do we make a greater impact? And regardless of what stands in your way, you just don't let it stop you. You just, just keep pushing forward one step at a time. So where do you want to see the Rosie Network in the next three to five years? Wow. So I tell people all the time, you know, when you start a business, you you have to define what success means to you. So what success means to you, Michael, may be very different than what success right. means to me. And you have to be true to that. Don't answer that question and set that bar based on what others are doing or what you think others want from you. Define what success means to you. And if you're true to that, then you'll be happy. For me to answer that question, what does success mean to me? Success means to me when no, when the Rosy Network is, is, successful is providing our program, improving our program, growing our program. Um, and nobody knows who Stephanie Brown is or was. That it is not, that it is grown and taken on a life of its own. And there, it, you know, the sky's the limit that it's not dependent upon any one person. So yes, I'm at the front. I'm the spokesperson. I'm, uh, you know, I started this idea. I've grown this idea, not by myself. Um, in fact, we wouldn't be here where we are if it weren't for the team that we have and the advocates that we have across the country. Um, but to be for any business to be successful, it can't just be based on you because right. you're not going to work forever. Right. I'm 60 years old. So I want it to survive me is is really for me, if it survives me and continues to grow and make an impact and build more military small business leaders in this world, that I will have been successful. Well, just so talking to you now. Three to is... five years. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be retired by then, but um uh, I, I, I want it to grow beyond me. I want it to grow beyond what Stephanie can give it because there are younger, you know, smarter, more capable folks out there that can come in and, and just blow, you know, take Rosie to, you know, to its, to wherever it's meant to be. Um, so, you know, that's an exciting thought. Well, talking to you now has me motivated. So definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. I love that. I, I, you know, I did a, um, a military spouse event here in San Diego many years ago, and I was invited to come and speak about personal branding. And I'm, I'm not 
marketing expert. I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not a branding expert by any means. Um, so of course, you know, I, I loved being the opportunity to, you know, be before active duty military spouses who wanted to learn, how do I brand myself personally? What does it even mean? So of course I did my research, talked to some experts, et cetera, and, you know, got up there and talked about personal branding. And we kind of started out with this quiz, if you will. And I had them all write down five adjectives to describe themselves. And they couldn't use the word, the term military spouse or mother. Mm. So I sort of suspected some of the kind of response that we would get. But what I didn't expect was how difficult so many military spouses found that exercise. How could they come up with five adjectives to describe themselves that that didn't include military spouse or mother? And, you know, I had no doubt that every single one of them had all kinds of amazing passions and skills, but for them to look internally and actually come up with that was, was a challenge. You know, we worked together on it. Um, but as I was driving home, I got a call from one of the spouses that was in attendance. And she very passionately, you know, and in tears, telling me what, how that simple exercise opened her eyes to really look at and consider how she viewed herself and how much of herself she had given over to being a military spouse, how that had defined her. And, and I consider myself and, and describe myself as a military spouse. And most of us are very proud to do so and honored to do so, right? But in this case, she felt that, you know, she was lacking in, in, any, in, a, in her own sense of self, right? Outside of that. So, I mean, it opened the door to an incredible opportunity. Um, and she said, I just, she, her message to me was, I want to thank you. Um, because now I, I want something for myself. And and whether it's a small business or not, whether it's a job or going to school yeah. or do or volunteering, doing something for herself or his himself um, really makes you a better spouse a better mother or father, right? Because you have accomplished something. Uh, I mean, the, being a mother is the hardest job in the world. Being a parent is the hardest job in the world, um, without a doubt. I've been a professional. I've been a mother. <laughs> uh, it is the hardest job there is. It's the most rewarding and most important job on the planet, in my opinion. But uh, in her case, she recognized that she needed something. She needed something outside of that in order to build her own self-confidence. And the more confident you are, the more, you know, you feel that you can give back to your kids, um, to your, to your spouse, to your marriage, to your community, to your country. So um, that was, that was, you know, everybody has those moments where you kind yeah. of, you know, something happens and it opens your eyes going, wow. I started this journey never really expecting that what we were doing might have this kind of impact, but I've, it is, it really is having that kind of impact.